Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 38 of Turtle Recall. I am Jason Zohail, and joined with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and totally ready-for-the-holiday-break wife, Anna! <laughs> oh, totally ready. <laughs> totally ready for that break, aren't you? Uh, I'm ready, but I think I'm gonna miss everyone. Oh, we'll definitely miss everyone, but you know, we've been doing this for a good while. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, this episode of the podcast, we will be talking about the episode Camera Bugged, and uh, something we just kind of just talked about is uh this is going to be our last podcast of the year all right so i know uh, i was trying to carefully word that because either two things happen when you guys listen to that you you either had a heart attack and which i'm hoping that's what it was until you heard me say the end of that sentence or you guys cheered and then if you guys cheered why are you still listen to us <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but yeah, uh, the, uh, but yeah, uh, after this podcast, uh, you know, Christmas is coming up, the New Year's is coming up, and we've been doing this almost like for over thirty weeks straight, almost forty weeks, <laughs> and so we are just taking a few weeks off. You know, we we had a couple of weeks where we had off, but this time we're just taking this. You know, this is our break. <laughs> Uh, but we will be back in the middle of January. But before, uh, before we leave, uh, I, well, before we leave, what, what am I talking about? We're not even at the end. We didn't even talk about the episode. I think, oh. I think you, you already have your suitcase ready. I uh, know. I have my suitcase ready and everything. I'm like, oh man, look, sorry. Guys. It's, it, it's like your final day of work before your vacation and like you've already checked out you're like oh no i'm not doing anything for the rest of the day <laughs> it, it, like knowing that like you know you're you're gonna come back and when think... you don't do the stuff like it's it, it, it waits for you i think some of it is because because of the this uh, this episode that we already watched right <laughs> yes. you have the mindset of that yeah yes yes this is the perfect episode to like <laughs> to, to take a vacation with because this episode is about someone who's on vacation and the turtles want to take vacation yes yeah um but something i want to get into before we get into the news is actually let's you know i want to talk about christmas Let's talk about Christmas. I love this uh, topic. You love this topic. Yes, yes. You know, Christmas is a fun time. And, you know, before we even had a podcast, before we even had a YouTube channel, I've had, like, a lot of, like, Ninja Turtle Christmas-related stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, you know, the ornaments and, uh, and and everything. I've always, like, liked that kind of stuff. So, like... I'm always, like, curious, like, what you guys have that's, like, Ninja Turtle, like, related Christmas-wise. Uh-huh. But, uh, something I do want to say is one of my absolute favorite Christmas Ninja Turtle item I have, and this is actually, like, probably, like, one of my favorite items of all time, and you should know that what, what it is. Mikey. It's Mikey, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, I have 
this Christmas stocking. It's a plush Christmas stocking, and it is of Michelangelo, and I, I it, it it holds like dear to my heart. Oh, can, can I say something before you finish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear. <laughs> so before he introduced me to his parents, he introduced me to Mikey. <laughs> that is right. Uh, she had to know who Mikey was before she had to know who I was. Like, well, before she had to know the, the rest of my family. Yeah. No. Mikey was my roommate. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Um, the, this, this Christmas stocking was, like, pretty much like my life, uh, to be honest. Like, you know how, you know how, like, people always, like, say, like, oh, if you only, if your house is on fire and you can only bring one thing with you, what that one thing would be? Yes. Like, 100% that's my key. What? <laughs> 100% that's my, my That was my lovely expression for you. Uh, but, you... yeah, but it's Farsi, so I stopped it <laughs> at the moment. The, the, it's, it's all right. It's all right. We're, no, we're keeping that in. We're not editing that, that expression out. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, I just want to kind of give, like, the story of it. And what it was... Um, my my brother and I we really wanted these uh, Christmas stockings, one hundred percent. We we wanted these Christmas stockings, and I mean, if you guys, I know I've mentioned the cheapness of my parents before. <laughs> They're so cheap. I mean, my my parents were cheap, uh, and I believe these... you're so brave. Like how on. A... Podcast... Because they're not gonna listen to this. How do you know? How do I know? I don't think they're gonna be like, "Hey, let's see what my son is doing. Let's listen to this this Ninja Turtle podcast he has. There he talks about Ninja yeah, Turtles." Yeah, your parents are not cheap. They're they're so fancy and everything. They just they just wanted because they were like immigrant. They wanted to save money to have a good future for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my, my parents were totally screwed with that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they have money. They just don't want to spend money. <laughs> oh, and well. My brother and I, we we wanted these uh, these Ninja Turtle stockings. I believe they were they were either eight or twelve dollars. I forget how much they were, but it was more than what a Christmas stocking was during that time. <laughs> and like uh, my dad, he my dad like he was like, okay, let me go ahead and get them. My mom was against it. She was like, no, you shouldn't get you shouldn't get for them for them. For them. They're gonna have it for like. For, for like a month and then forget about it and then like we'll never they're like we'll never see these stockings ever again and it'll be like because that was their mindset because mm-hmm. since it was a holiday item it was an expensive holiday item um they just thought we were just gonna put it in the closet with all the christmas stuff and then forget about it <laughs> well that totally didn't happen like after we got the stockings i mean this like it was like I mean, I had it, like, everywhere with me. Um, I, I think... I think I was eight years old when I got the stocking. Uh, maybe... Maybe younger, maybe older. I can't... I can't remember how old I was when I when I got the stocking, but I absolutely loved it. It was in my bed. Like, I would actually sleep with the stocking. Aww. Like, in my bed. Uh, like, I, I, I kept the stocking throughout... The, the the years like um and like it wasn't just christmas time i always had it with me uh, and 
I actually it's had. Like, I didn't know this part. You, you didn't know this. You didn't know that all the year you had you were like. Oh yeah, all the years I had the stocking. Um, and now here's the thing. Like, I love the stocking so much, and I I play with it. I went with everywhere I go. It there was like things that like tore up from the stocking, and my grandmother, uh, who 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 uh, was in Iran, she would like come to the states uh, to visit us and. She made actually a few repairs uh, to the stocking, and like one of the thing was like uh, these stockings they have like hard plastic eyes. Like you, you don't see these in dolls anymore because it's dangerous for the kids because they can swallow those eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, but they had the hard plastic eyes, and the because of how much how much I played with it and everything, the eyes um, completely uh, pupils completely rubbed out, and so my grandmother took like this electrical tape. And just cut, uh, so to give it like eyes, and then she made like bigger, so it had like a more of a wide-eyed uh, kind of thing. Uh, the body of my Mikey has changed at least three different times, just because of how many times it tore off. Um, and uh, even the hat, the 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 hat part of that's like she replaced that part. Uh, the only, like, the, the, the ball at the end of the Santa hat has fallen off, and we never got that one replaced. I believe, uh, he had, like, the, the holly and the, the berries and the holly berries on top of his, uh, hat. Uh, those, um, got, like, sewn back in. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just, like, all these, like, repairs that has gone with it. Like, there's just so much memory. That's like in that one stocking. That's and, cute. Now I respect Mikey so much more. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when I when I moved away from my parents, that he was one of the first things I took with me. I never put him in a box. I always like, I actually had him like sitting in my like <laughs> passenger seat, like because like I, I I couldn't. There's no way I can ever like put him in like in the box or anything like that. Uh, like I said, Michelangelo. Has been in my bed, like until I got married to you. <laughs> I mean, there was no point in my life until we got married. Until like Aww. that's when I had to kick Mikey out. Was uh, and so yeah, that means like I was an adult and I had Mike. I had like Mikey in my bed. Um, that's cute. Yeah, like uh, I would go to sleepovers. How I would go to a kids like sleepovers. And I'll bring Mikey with me because I, I, he was, like, my comfort thing. <laughs> like, uh, I remember I had a school... I remember I had a school sleepover where for theater... Uh, we for, for theater, we had this thing where we all uh, spent the night in the in the theater room. Like, the big stage. Uh-huh. And I brought Mikey with me. I had... <laughs> I had a, and, like, uh, like I, I was a teenager by that time then. I think I was, like, 17 or 18. And... Um, I, the girls adore this, by the way. Like, I mean, oh, they they thought it was cute. The guys made fun of me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'll actually never forget. Um, you know, but but before there was Anna in my life, I mean, you know, I had, uh, I unfortunately had other girlfriends, and I, you know, I, if I could go back in time, I would get rid of them and only go with Anna. But you know, um, I had to like, you know, I had to go through, I had to go through some bad bad eggs to find the the prefer, perfect one. Thank you, <laughs> But I remember uh, there was a night I had to spend the night at my girlfriend's house. And this was with her family. Uh, and 
Uh, so, like, obviously, her family landed, like, I had to stay in another room, uh, you know, because of hormones. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just remember, I, even that night, like, to my, uh, to her house, I actually brought my Mikey, like, with me. <laughs> and I had a... Did I you, had, did you show her? Yeah, I showed her. I showed her and everything. And she loved it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, she thought it was cute and adorable. Her, her sisters thought it was adorable. But I always, I always had him, I always had her with me. It was, I just got totally attached to it. And I'm still, like, attached to it. Uh, his, like, you know, um, I, I've always said, like, he's my best friend. And he's still <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's definitely like, but yeah, that that stocking is one hundred percent like my and and to this day, by the way, just to let you guys know, um, uh, I don't know how many of you adult people like have stockings that your parents fill. To this day, I still bring Mikey to my parents' house on Christmas Eve to get it, and he gets like, uh, and he gets like filled with like candy and chocolate, like <laughs> by Santa. <laughs> yeah, my, Mikey's definitely part of the family. <laughs> no, I love it so much more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, like now I'm curious for any listeners out there if you guys have like anything, like any Christmas attachments or anything. Um, By the way, we are we are missing Raphael. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to give it to us. You're more than welcome to give it to us. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so currently, um, the stockings we have, I have Michelangelo. My brother had Leonardo. I, I, I got that from him because he, he was not, he was attached to it, but nowhere near as attached as I was. <laughs> like, uh, like when, when he became an adult, he was like, he was like, your, yeah, you can have it. I think your brother is only attached to a girlfriend. <laughs> I think so too. I, I, I really do too. I, I, I really, I really do too. And then like, um, uh, I, I bought Donatello from eBay a few years ago. The only one I'm missing is uh, Raphael. Um, oh, I want to say actually, I want to say a funny story about the stockings actually, because if I remember correctly, like now. When we told my dad which stockings we wanted, like, we weren't going to be like, oh, I want Michelangelo, and my brother was like, oh, I want Leonardo. We were doing that, because <laughs> there's didn't. no way my dad would know what characters they were. <laughs> <laughs> like, so... You said the colors? We said the colors. Um, so you wanted the, uh, Michelangelo? Yes, yes. At that time, uh, at that time, I wanted, uh, I wanted Mikey. Um, I... Uh, I wanted Mikey when when I was when I was young. I gravitated more towards uh, Mikey just because he was the fun-loving one, mm-hmm. and that's like I was like, oh, oh, I like people who have fun. Uh, my brother was actually a huge Donatello fan, and I think my brother is still like I think his favorite turtle is still Donatello. Uh-huh. But my brother he told uh, told my dad he wanted the purple one. Uh, my you're... dad confused blue and purple. <laughs> And so, He's colorblind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so my brother he got Leonardo, and he was mad. He was disappointed, but after after a few days, like he started loving it. He started loving it. I mean, <laughs> but what would you do if you do a mistake like that for your son? For my son, uh, you I think go I'm and not. fix it. I go and fix it. I, I, I would like. I would go and tell him like, oh, 
he he was it's like oh um his friend your his friend is coming he just didn't want to he just didn't want to be alone he this like you know the like paw patrol blue guy <laughs> um just wanted to make sure the paw patrol yellow person um wasn't alone and he didn't want he Oh, he, so you get two for him? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up getting two. I, I like if I made a mistake I yeah. would like go and I correct a mistake, but like I wouldn't like take the other one away. I'd just be like, oh. Oh, I love it. Oh, Paw Patrol Blue Blue is like here now. Uh, to like you know he he just he just he he was afraid for Yellow because Yellow he was afraid Yellow would be, um by by itself and be scared and lonely, <laughs> and he knew that Yellow would be perfect with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that, that's probably what I would do. Uh, only because, I mean, obviously, my dad never had, like, these kind of attachments to, like, cartoon stuff or anything like that. Obviously, I'm the opposite. So, I know how to handle this stuff a little better. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, now, I know for you, you didn't really have too many Christmases. But, uh, do you have, like, any Christmas, like, memories or... Oh, um, <laughs> the only Christmas, uh, funny Christmas story that I can say is that um, I always heard the Jingle Bells uh, song. Yeah. But since I didn't know English well, um, I just memorized the song, whatever I heard. Right. So up to now, uh, up to these days, I still uh, sing... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle or the bells. The jingle or the bells. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so think... so so is it or the bells or order the bells? Like are, are no, you? No, I don't have any bells. It's something like bins. Oh 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 oh! oh. Is that even? Oh oh. <laughs> This... So 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 it's or the bends or or order the bends like like um... no I don't there no the the word that I have because I was a little kid yeah uh it's a it's a made up word uh -huh. so it doesn't have a meaning oh oh okay 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 I, I'll or, just wonder I, like... or the bends <laughs> <laughs> so so that's just a total <laughs> that's a total made up phrase right there yes all right all right I, I i wasn't sure i thought maybe i thought maybe you're trying as a kid you're trying to order a mercedes benz for yourself oh it's funny because some days it was uh our little son was singing and i suddenly i catch myself singing wrong for him and i was like oh no <laughs> let's not do that uh but yeah if you guys want to share any christmas or new year's uh, memories or you know what if you guys want to share us share how, how you guys spent your holidays this year since we're going to be coming back uh, after the holidays uh we totally want to hear that uh from you guys but all right let's go ahead and get get into news you ready um, i'm ready all right let's do this so let's go uh, to the first thing. The first thing is going to actually make you really happy. <laughs> and that is... Alright. It's the Raphael... Finally. Yeah, finally the Raphael Funko Soda figure. And here's the thing about... Alright, so... Raphael was the last turtle that we were missing. Because uh, Leo and Mikey has already been released. Donnie's being released sometime soon. 
Uh, and and then like we got like both like Roxanne Bebop coming out and Shredder. Shredder's already out. <laughs> so it was just like they, but we finally got Raphael. Um, again, if you guys have not done the Funko Soda uh, thing, it's the same availability. So there is a total of 12,500 of these. 2,500 of them are the chase and they glow in the dark like the other three turtles. Oh. Right. And then the other 10,000 is like the regular, regular Raphael is here uh, smiling. The, the glow in the dark chase, you see he kind of has, has this like half grin going on. <laughs> to be honest, I like the normal one. Yeah. To be honest, like honestly with all these, I've been liking the normal one better than the chase ones. Yeah. And like, I'm actually happy that I've been, so far, I've been only getting the normal ones. <laughs> if you want to guarantee Chase, though, if you order a pack, a case of it, a case comes with six, so you'll have six Raphaels, but one of them is guaranteed the Chase. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you really want that Chase and, like, just want to guarantee it without, like, going to the store and, like, grabbing all the, all their Funko sodas. Um, now, alright, here's the deal with this one. No, we would love to give you guys a link. So you guys can pre-order this. Funko decided to release this the day after we recorded our news last week. <laughs> so, and uh, the only place I saw it um, available was actually Entertainment Earth. And that got sold out without, within like an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. One hour. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. So, and then I checked Big Bad Toy Store for you guys. Uh, they did not, they had all the other ones, but not Raphael. I don't know if they haven't got him in yet, or they just are hiding him. I don't know what was Big Bad Toy Store doing. Uh, but if you guys want him, I would highly suggest uh, just contacting your uh, local uh, game store, your local uh, comic book store. Whoever, whoever locally orders your Funko figures... Contact them, and they should be able to order this for you. <laughs> so that's the best I can do. Um, or you can do, uh, you could just Google search into Google Shopping. I found a couple of places you can buy it from there. Hopefully everyone can find it. Yeah, hopefully everyone can find it. Uh, but yeah, that's the, just the unfortunate thing was that when NECA like announced, or NECA uh, Funko announced, hey, we got a Raphael coming, and it just immediately, like, uh, like exactly, like, uh, sold out, like, immediately. I think it was bothering everyone that they have an incomplete set. Oh, of course. Oh, oh, it was bothering us. We were like, okay, where's Raphael? Because, like, they would go and, like, announce, like, Rocksteady. And we were like, okay, where's Raphael? Come on. Yes. Exactly. But, yeah, we'll finally have the four turtles. I am kind of curious if, um, like, what they're going to do now. Because we already have the four turtles. We have Shredder. We have Roxanne and Bebop. The only other one I can really think of is Crank. Krang, Splinter, or April? Which one of those three you think uh, will come soon? Krang, April, or... Splinter. I have a feeling... Uh, I don't know what. I think it will be... Krang? It'll be Krang? It'll be cool if it's Krang. I hope it's Krang. I have a feeling Splinter is the last. You think Splinter will be last? Yes. Uh, you know what? You could be right. Splinter could be the last one. But we'll, we'll find out. We'll see how... Some people... Put the best in the last to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Splinter's last? Yes. Not for me. I I hit crying at the last. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's actually... Let, let's talk about both of them. Let's talk about 
Splinter and Krang. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, what are these? <laughs> all right, um, all right, <laughs> these should look familiar to you. <laughs> these are the NECA figures. And, all right, if you guys uh, remember uh, a few weeks back, we talked about the release of Krang and the two-pack of Splinter with Baxter Stockman. And we said that these were going to be delayed to 2021. However, over the weekend and yesterday and just like throughout the... Uh, yeah, over the weekend and, and, and Monday of this week, people have been finding both of these at stores. Uh? Right, exactly. In which... And NECA has not... In a specific area, or I mean, it's only Target. Uh, okay, in the area, I will say is uh, California. That's like in California, West Coast area, uh -huh. and uh, and like and the thing is, NECA hasn't said anything about it. They've been kind of quiet about it. It should have been released uh, next year. It should have been like you know, like they didn't even put a date for 2021, but these are coming out. All right, here's my theory, because. They're being really quiet about it because, you know, it's NECA. Ne NECA would, like, let you guys know, like, hey, this is supposed to come out. And you guys will be camping on the website, uh, asking your friends, uh, going to Target every day. The fact is, um, uh, like, uh, it just came out suddenly. And so this is my theory. No, this, like I said, this is just a theory. And don't like, don't go in and go and oh, the people at Turtle Recall, Jason from Turtle Recall said this. Therefore, it must be true. Uh, what I believe it, what I believe is happening is, if you remember, these were originally supposed to come out in November. Like it was supposed to come out last month. Uh -huh. And and then all of a sudden, Neca had like, oh hey, it's been delayed. And like they just suddenly just put out there, oh, it's been delayed to 2021. And what. I believe what happened during the and they didn't really give a reason for a delay, but this is like why I think the delay happened. Before the delay was the sale of Granitor and Trag, and that like sold out online like almost immediately. It like you know it just uh, like and and those are characters that okay people remember, but they don't like have like that fondness to them. Yes. And so... This is Grindy, his feet. His feet, yeah, his feet does look pretty cute. Well, I think... What I think is because of that, like, Target was like, okay, if these nobodies are being sold out, and then, like, you know, of course, after that was... After that release was the the Triceraton Warrior with, uh, with the Roadkill Rodneys, um... Like, and that was coming up, and they knew that the demand was there. They probably told NECA, hey, we want to increase our order. We're not, we're going to make it more to meet this demand because Target doesn't make any money from resellers. NECA does not make any money from resellers. They make money from, like, doing, from selling from themselves. Yes. So, I think what they did was they, they, they um, increased their order from NECA, and NECA was like, all right, to to do this order, we need to um, like to complete to do this this new order. Like uh, we're gonna hold back and release everything all at once, so that way you don't have frustrated customers who are like, okay, we have this many, and then people 
get all all that, and then they're, they're told, okay, you gotta wait like another uh, three or four months for the rest to come in. So that like so so they did that. Now, however, NECA was already prob already making these figures. They already were packing these and ready to go for shipment, and. I know for a fact when I got my Triceraton pack, there is a NECA distribution uh, warehouse for NECA. Oh, for really? Target, yes. <laughs> yeah. And so what probably happened was like, they're like, okay, here is the first part of the order. We're putting this in the warehouse, but don't distribute these until we get the full order to release. Now, you know, we're in the middle of December. This is like high, this is like high times when like everyone buys toys and action figures. And so you're getting targets with empty shelves. You're getting like in and like I've done I've worked at an action figure company before and I've worked at retail before. And I can tell you from the retail side, it doesn't matter for the toys. It doesn't matter where it's put. We put we put toys in the, the housewares section before during the Christmas time because we needed places to put them. Oh, because they sell really good. They sell really good. They sell really good. They sell really fast because if you don't put it out before Christmas, they they sit there. They sit there, especially like between the months of of uh, January to April when or whenever Easter is because that Easter is the next time like when people are really buying toys a lot uh, right I so don't know. right exactly uh, so you're getting these em you're getting these empty shelves and like so people are like pulling boxes and they're like oh we need to fulfill this we need to fulfill this and since they had this stock ready to go even though it hasn't been ready for it's not it didn't fulfill Target's probably order. Uh -huh. They probably went ahead and like, okay, no, we're grabbing this. And, and you see where it's going. It's going to the West Coast where a lot of people live. It's going to really high, high populated areas. Uh -huh. Because, you know, this isn't going in our area. This isn't going into, uh, like, um, places where uh, there's not that much population. It's going to the populous area. So they're just using these because these are available and they're putting these in the shelves. Uh -huh. And that's why I'm thinking it's happening. So here's my thing. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, I really want Krang. I really want Splinter and Baxter. And don't rush out. Like if you're in California, you know, you, you know, your sister should be going to Target right now and finding these for us. Especially Krang for you. Uh, like, oh. Uh, but don't go rush out and grab them. Like, uh, don't don't go stalking Target because more than likely your Target's not going to get it. Uh, like, I mean, uh, uh, unless you're in the West Coast, I or, or like if you're in the West Coast or New York or even Texas, it's somewhere that's like, like if your Target sh toy shelves are being empty, then go go check there. If if they're not, if it's if it's looking at our Target, then like you know you're this is not going in there yet. <laughs> Uh, and that that's why I'm thinking like that's we're not seeing the we're not actually seeing like you know like NECA saying like when it's supposed to be released we're not technically this picture of Krang <laughs> even though we saw this leaked this package yes NECA didn't even reveal the package of Krang yet oh really yeah 
Yeah, yeah. They haven't revealed the the last time we saw this. There was a, that was the leak, if you remember, when we talked about the leak. Yes, but I didn't know they didn't reveal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, they haven't revealed it. I mean, and so I think we have a long road. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To be honest, we probably have a long road. I have a feel. I have a feeling by in the middle of January, they're going to be like, hey. This is going to be released to Target, or like you know, and then that's when we're going to see when it goes online with the online sales. Is this that I think this right now? I believe this is just them. Like I said, I've done retail. The retail mentality is put these on shelves. Put these on shelves. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Like if as long as the barcode scans, it, we don't care. And that, that's exactly how my manager was. It was like, is a barcode scanning for, like, like you know, it's, yeah. It's like, okay, just put it on shelves. I'm like, we don't have room in the toy section. Put it in, the, put it with the dishes. He told me, I will never forget that. He was like, because, huh? yeah, yeah. Because, like, we, we, I mean, during Christmas time, you just get a ton of toys. Wow. Because, like, like that, that's what they sent to you. Because that's what they know is going to sell. And, like, like I, I just, I just remember, re, like, the toy section, our toy section would just, just, just get too big. And, like, I mean, we'd, we'd created, like, we, we'd have, like, new sections in front of the store so we can put the toys in. Um, we would, like, we would put toys, like, where toys normally won't go. And it the freezer. Yeah, exactly. Toys in the freezer. If, if there was room in the freezer, we would put it in the freezer. If we had to throw out pizza to put in toys, we'd throw out pizza and put in toys. I mean, it's just because that's what people are looking for. And that is like a high-selling thing. The more expensive toys, the like the better. Because that's because the more expensive toys don't sell after December. Like, you know, those, 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 those power wheels, those $200, uh, cars that the kids can ride in, they don't sell. Like, you know, they just kind of sit there on the shelves like forever. But Christmas time, that's when everyone gets it. Um, but yeah, uh, like, like I said, uh, that's what I think was going on with these. If you're in the West Coast area, uh, be on the lookout for them. If you're not in the West Coast area, don't like freak out. I mean, a lot of people I've already seen like on eBay, like, these things are going for, like, way higher than what they, like, you know, like, five times higher than what they should be going for. Like, you know, don't pay those prices. That's what keeps the scalpers in business. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just be patient. I mean, these are really high, like, sought-after items. NECA's not going to, like, sit back and, like, stealth release this. <laughs> and... And then be like, and then, like, have the, have, like, the consumers, like, fend off for themselves for these items. Like, you know, um, there's, they're silent about it. There's a reason why they're silent about it. We'll find out why, hopefully. We may never know why they're silent about it. But, uh, you know, they're going to come out. They'll be released. And, and, and I will, um, one last thing I want to say is that the stores I haven't seen, the shelves I haven't seen these in, they had a bunch of them. Like, I mean, because, like, I remember with, like, Metalhead... I saw like maybe four on the shelf with like Krang. I've been seeing like eight or like eight or twelve. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I think they know that how popular these characters are, mm -hmm. and they're gonna stock them pretty well. 
that now that's my theory. You know, you know, I might be proven all wrong. <laughs> might be proven all wrong by like January and Nib- That's why you guys have to uh, come live and discuss it with us. Exactly. Exactly. Prove <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove us wrong. Exactly. I want you guys to prove us wrong. All right. That's the toy news. One last news I want to talk about, and it's uh, this. All right, so. Uh, Viacom CBS just filed a patent for the phrase Teenage Ninja Turtles Next Chapter. Now, this is just a trademark filing. That's cool. I don't know what is it, but... I don't know what it is either. Yeah, it sounds interesting. We, no one knows what it is. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, it could be a title for the next series. It, uh, yes, I think so. It, it could be. It could be the title of the movie that's coming out. We next, don't know. Next uh, chapter. That, that's so cool. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like good Good things is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be good things coming. Uh, to be honest, it could be absolutely nothing either. Because they just... All they did was just uh, file for the trademark. And... The trademark status um, at this date, with um, right now, is still new file. Like so, uh-huh. like so, nothing has actually came out from this. Is this that? But they, they have like they have like filed this as a as a trademark. Uh, like I said, this could be a new uh, series title. It could be a new movie title. It could be a new action figure line like title. Like there's so many things that they could be. Don't get too... Uh, to be honest, I would say just... It's cool. Just know it's coming. But don't get too excited or too attached. Because... One... Maybe they might not get... Maybe they might not get this trademark. Maybe the trademark company says, like, no, you can't trademark this. Two... Maybe after they trademark, they do nothing with it. Because there's so many things that get trademarked. And then nothing happens with it. Three... Maybe someone else, maybe someone else, uh, a competitor brand, a competitor brand, um, is trying to uh, use this title for something for a book or something like that, and Viacom, Vi- Viacom is just going out there to take this away, so that way this person doesn't have that. Oh, maybe it could be like it could be like it, there's so many things that what this could be and then um the definition is so vague it just says entertainment um entertainment by uh video animation drama comedy i mean this is it really is the most vague thing it is so they keep the they keep it so wide that we can have so much imagination right exactly exactly yeah so um you know i mean we're just reporting that they filed a trademark for this, but we're not we're not gonna be like we're not gonna tell we're not gonna go and like assume that this is a new series or a new anything. We're just gonna just say that they're doing it and yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, like I said, maybe in the future this title this this new this chapter this uh, title <laughs> next chapter will come up. You are excited too. I, I I am excited. I mean, well, when I first read about it, I was like, "Oh, that sounds so cool." And then I started like looking into it. And I'm like, "There's nothing. 
It's absolutely nothing. Like, because it's absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, because... And because uh, I see a lot of people like drawing straws about it, and here at Turtle Recall, we don't want to put out stuff. Yes, that's not right. Exactly. Not a reference. Right. Exactly. I mean, for example, like a few weeks ago, I saw a lot of people reporting on something about uh, the movie. I, I don't want to say what it what what it was because it it was absolutely nothing. But a lot of people were going, and I saw a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of like articles, and all this stuff. They're just talking about, and then when you got, when you read it, it's like there was nothing there, uh-huh. and it, it was about the the original movie. And it's like, and I, I keep hearing all the time. I keep hearing, oh, uh, also speaking of the original movie, I keep hearing, oh, the people who worked on the original movie, they're going to be making this. They're going to be making a Netflix show. They're going to be making, and like, and nothing ever comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Because there was no concrete things to go with it. Uh-huh. The only concrete thing we have with this story is just that they filed it. That's the only thing we have. <laughs> so, like, we know they filed it. We don't know what they're doing with it. Alrighty, that was the news. Let's get on into the episode. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. This week, we are going to be talking about the episode Camera Bug. Which originally aired on October 20th, 1989. This is season 3, episode 20. This was written by this was written by Michael and Mark Edens or Edens? Uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce the last name. And directed by Bill Wolf. Alright, honey, you wanna give us a summary here? <laughs> summary. So in this episode, uh, an alien comes to Earth, and he's a tourist alien, and uh, he has a camera that takes pictures of stuff, and when he takes picture of stuff, um, it's like they vacuum them inside the camera, and um, so uh, um, uh, Shredder, uh, Shredder see the... I think should sure, see that um, the camera and he's uh, trying to uh, get the camera to um, take a picture of turtles and um, there are different situations and finally um, April that is trying to um, get um, report uh, why stuff are disappearing like the statues and everything uh, uh, see what happening with the alien and the, the camera so um, and by mistake, he he mistaken his the alien camera um, and his camera. Uh, so she take a picture of uh, turtles and Shredder and everyone. And so they all go inside the camera, which was a world inside world. Uh, and all the stuff that the alien was taking picture, they were like uh, somehow uh, all the worlds that inside each other. And the turtles and Shredder and everyone, they were moving inside these boards um, together uh, until, I don't know, I, it, this part was funny. Uh, I, I don't know how Splinter like sit on the computer, he did some stuff <laughs> and then he break the, the screen and then they they finally came out of it. <laughs> it was, this was weird. Yes, yes. No, uh, 
All right, so just like last week, you know, last week we had the oh gosh, I already forgot the Altarians or I already I already forgot their names. And I know in the podcast I kept mispronouncing their name too, but uh, we, we had those aliens. This episode we have a new kind of alien from the planet Polaris, and they just simply call him the Polarizoid, and he has no name. And if you didn't, if you noticed. No name in this entire episode. They just called them... Tourist. The, yeah, Tourist or Polarizoid. Yes. Yeah, like, they, they never, like, in, they never properly introduced this guy. Obviously, uh, his name is a pun on, you know, Polaroid. You know, the Polaroid camera. Uh-huh. That's a, uh, that, that or, well, I, I, can, I shouldn't say his name. I should say his race. His, yeah, his <laughs> planet. <laughs> species thing <laughs> his nationality yeah his nationality yeah uh so let's uh let's jump into the breakdown of the episode but you didn't tell me that i did a good job about oh. the summary that's because you did a great job about the summary <laughs> you you always do a great job about the summary and the alien didn't have six hands no this alien did not have six hands he only had two hands he's not a Terrian, or, uh, you know, again, it's another forgettable alien. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, after this episode, we're never going to hear hear or see him again. Just like the ones from last week. Oh, he was like a cute alien. He was a cute alien? I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad he was a cute alien. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's start breaking down this episode. Uh, so, Michael Atkins, like, actually gave us a lot of notes Oh. About this episode, uh, like so, he was what? actually really excited. Um, he so what's cool about actually this listener is, uh, he he discovered us like a few weeks ago and has been like catching up with a, our podcast and he's he told he told me on awesome. Twitter that he like caught up and, and everything. Yeah. So we're gonna hear. Hopefully, we're gonna hear from uh, a lot more for e- uh, each week. Oh, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he actually already emailed for the next episode. We just. Gotta hold on to that email until uh, when we come back. <laughs> now we have to catch up with him. Yeah, exactly. Now we have to catch up with him. But one of the first things he wrote uh, was in the scene of the sewer, there is a poster of Shredder and there's a spear like rammed into him. Yes, I saw it. You saw that? Did you also write about that? Or? I saw that it was a uh sure there but i uh, but there, what what was the rest of like uh there's a spear like just like uh like rammed into the, like uh into the wall of the of the poster i i didn't notice that but i saw shredder uh, you saw shredder in the in the yeah uh like obviously that's photographer practice uh and the one thing he wrote is if the turtles actually did that their lives would be immensely easier but the show would probably have a shorter would be shorter lived that's true like you know if the turtles actually did that to the real shredder uh the uh, you know like the, there's only so many times rat king and don tortelli like shows up uh you know like uh like you know they would be finished in like you know the in two seasons and not in ten uh, the one... That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one thing I did write about this episode is, okay, so over here, uh, Splinter is training the turtles, and, like, Splinter completely beats them, like, real fast, and once he beats them, like, the turtles have a pun for their positions. 
everything because like like you know uh um uh, like leonardo says like oh oh you pinned us and i already forgot what don i already got forgot what like, donnie says but they have like some like funny pun to go with yes with like what of like what their position is after oh, like Raphael was in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah, Raphael's like, oh, I'm feeling boxed in. And um, Mikey was on top of one of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, pipe. Yeah, my, 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 Mikey's wasn't like really. I I'm just trying to think what Leonardo said. Leonardo was pinned to the wall. He said he was he was pinned. I just forgot what Donnie was. Donnie was the first one. Um. Yes, Donnie was the first. But yeah. Uh. Well. Because of this, like, the turtles are like, you know what? We need a vacation. <laughs> and the, the turtles are all arguing where they should go on vacation. It's ironic that Mikey says that they should go to Malibu because, obviously, Townsend Coleman gives Mikey that surfer accent and dialogue. Uh-huh. So it's funny how, like, Mikey just immediately wants to go into a beach to surf. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, um... Uh, Donatello wants to go to a museum, and Leonardo wants to go to a war museum, but Raphael wants to go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the, when, when I heard that, I'm, I'm like, okay, Raphael, well, really? What, what are what are the turtles gonna do in Vegas? Because they gotta stay in the shadows. Are they gonna like? First, they're also teenagers, and they probably wear those. Uh... Ugly masks. Yeah, they probably wouldn't wear those ugly masks. I mean, but, like, you know, are they going to have, like, fake IDs to go in there, too, to show that they're they old guess. enough to pl- to play the casinos? I guess so. If they have an ID. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, it has to be fake. But, yeah, so... So what I, what I wrote is that uh, this episode started with, with a, like, a suspicious feeling. Uh-huh. Uh... Because they, we were seeing the faces of the turtles, they were somehow in actions and right. like some kind of like um, anger or something. But it wasn't showing exactly what they are doing until like um, they zoom out and we saw that they are fighting. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was like one of those things like, oh, what's going on here? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, like, oh, the, the mystery uh, to go to go from it. So after this, we get a shot of a an alien ship. And the one thing I wrote is, all right, this is another alien like cruiser, like you know, like another alien ship that looks like an old style car. Cause this is not our first one we saw. You know, if we if you remember the neutrinos. They had, like, those flying cars. Yes. And then the Elvis aliens also had, like, this ship that looked like a car kind of thing. Yes. And here we go. We have uh, this alien from uh, from Polaris. And his ship also looks like an old-style car. And, in fact, he... He he's his like little pod that he ejects from is like where the spare tire would be. His uh his space ship was kind of like um like a flat plate, but it was popping up like 
Right, it was popping up like a tent. Yeah. But, uh, like, if you notice, because, like, where it was, because it was in the back of the ship, it looked like a spare tire. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that or not. No, but that's cool. Yeah, like, so, it, like, but it, it's like, like, I just wrote, like, another alien cruiser. Like, you know, it's like, like, you know, you know, Ninja Turtles, our team, you've done this before. <laughs> and, like, n now it's like, okay... You know, at first it was funny. He was like, okay, a little creative. Now it's like, all right, all right, all right. Been there, done that now. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I had to say about that. Uh, something actually that Michael writes about uh, um, about this. Uh, he says that the aliens from Polaris or the North Star, which, you know what? That probably, that probably makes more sense than Polaroid. But, you know, I still think they chose that name for because of Polaroid. Uh it is approximately uh, 323 light years away from our sun. Um, Alpha Centauri, the place where the ca alien's camera was made, is the closest star system to our sun at about 4.25 light years. So don't say that this podcast does not teach you things. Because <laughs> here we go. We got some like education here. Um uh, we're gonna get into uh, Alpha Centauri. I, was, I, I, I am gonna mention that. I, I wrote I wrote that down in there um, w when we get when we get in there. But uh, some interesting facts uh, about like you know the uh, thing. Thank you, uh, Michael, for that. <laughs> um, but so when when the alien lands, you know we see him. He's out there with his camera. He he sets up like a tent, that kind of stuff because this pod. Pulls out a ten has zipper, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he's out like it sounds like a very fun spaceship. You're right, you're right, exactly. No, no, one hundred percent sounds like a fun spaceship. And one of the characters that we see that's on New York is we see a policeman. Yes. And uh, all right, they like as soon as I saw this policeman, I just wrote in here. Really big letters. Don Knotts! What does it mean? Don Knotts. Okay. So, I mean, obviously because you didn't grow up in America. Uh, Don Knotts was this uh, very comedic actor. Uh -huh. And uh, he was in he was in a few TV shows. Uh, one of the TV shows he was in that he, I was growing up with was uh, Three's Company. He was he was their, their landlord um, in that show. He was also... He also played a police officer in a very famous uh, TV show called The Andy Griffith Show. Uh -huh. And that's actually um, that's actually what Michael wrote here. He says that the Cop Patrol in the Park is a parody of Don Knotts, also known as Barney Fife, which that was his character's name. Uh -huh. uh, like, but he that was like probably his most famous role. Uh, I had a, in one of my jobs, I had a boss. And, uh, he, I mean, he was a little older. He, um, he like, he actually... He was my boss for maybe, I think, two months because then he retired. <laughs> like, um, like, like as soon as as soon as he hired me, he retired. So that's what I do to people. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this job. I gotta go. <laughs> that's people's regret whenever people hire me. But he was a huge fan of the Andy Griffith Show. I mean, and like, I mean, just like how. We're fans of Ninja Turtles. Uh -huh. He's a fan of Andy Griffith. Like, he, 
Apparently, there's a conventions. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Like, he met most of the actors. Like, the, unfortunately, most of those actors have passed, passed away. He probably has his own podcast right now. I, he probably does. I, I just remember, in a way, I discovered this because uh, one day at work, we had, like, you know, casual day where we get to wear, like, casual clothes. And he had this huge uh, shirt of, like, a t-shirt of, uh, of Andy Griffith. And I was like, like, and it was like black and white. It had like Andy Griffith had the, like you know, had the main characters Andy Griffith, and also had, uh, I believe the character's name was Opie, but it was uh, Ron Howard, who's now this very famous uh, director. <laughs> uh, he actually directed a, a Star Wars movie uh, not too long ago, um, and like he just had this, I had a shirt of this. <laughs> and like that that's when I discovered all this. It's just so crazy. Like that like I didn't like I mean of course like I'm pretty sure It just shows how much you're not lucky that you didn't have enough uh that guy like retired himself and you didn't have time to I know <laughs> spend time with this. I I know exactly. <laughs> I mean because I'm pretty sure if I explained to him like how much how much I enjoy Ninja Turtles and everything, like he'd probably be thinking the same thing. I'm like <sighs> Like, him enjoying Andy Griffith. <laughs> but it was just, it was just crazy. I just never thought of, like, things like that. <laughs> people have passion. Yeah, people do have passion. Um, But, yeah. Um, but over here, this is where, basically, uh, the player soid, uh, he shows the power of his camera. Now... For some reason, they, they chose to make this camera look like a video camera and not a, you know, like a snapshot camera. Yes. And honestly, it's probably because so we can have to have them switch with April. Because April, if April worked at a newspaper, I think they would have made it like a, like a, like a snapshot Pretty camera. Star, yeah. Yeah. And because that would have, to be honest, where this character would have made more sense. But... Uh, but we wouldn't have that switch thing because, like, I'm sure, like, the writers were like, okay, we could do this, but we have to have an excuse for April now taking still pictures. And they're like, okay, no, screw it, he's an alien. He has a, his camera looks like a video camera. <laughs> like, there's um, no explanation. Yeah, exactly, no explanation. <laughs> like, you know, this is what he does. And, like, now, I am gonna say this about the camera um because when i was first like seeing it i was like okay maybe whatever the thing focuses on is what takes away because like when he uses it it's not like everything takes is taken away it's just that like the thing he's looking at yes the subject right right the subject and so i'm like thinking okay when it first started i was kind of like okay but maybe it's like whatever's being focused on whatever's like full focus that's what that's what taken away but then later on when we see like when we see what's inside the camera, we see like everything is inside the camera. So yes, yes, yes. So um, logic. Uh, yes, that, that that was a mistake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They they just yeah. I'm just gonna say just just the the end part. It just they just kind of threw logic out the window. Um. Yes. Right. Uh, but but yeah, this basically the the camcorder just 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 takes six. Some stuff that was uh, interesting for me. Yeah. Uh, in this, in the sewers, uh, 
I saw a yin and yang sign. Yeah. It was that, uh, and also I saw the mm, shredder. There was a poster which looked like shredder. Right, right, right. We, we talked about the shredder, the poster with shredder with the spear impaled on him. Yes, and then in uh, in the park, uh, there was a. Mm, first we had the focus on a, like a dog, and an old woman who was like uh, feeding the pigeons. Right. And then the um, the alien came, and uh, the alien had like a, a translation uh, book kind of thing, right? Which was reading about the Earth, and then he said that oh, oh you have to give uh, the Earth people like to get compliment. Right, right, yeah, and because she uh, he mistaken the dog as the leader and like the and the woman as the pet. Uh-huh. Do you understand? No, I first I don't understand. But <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, okay, sense. so oh gosh. Uh so there's a, a show uh, from the nineties I really enjoyed. It was called Seinfeld. Um uh, I'm only explaining it this way because my wife doesn't know this stuff. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure my listeners are like, well, of course we know what Seinfeld is. <laughs> but um but uh Seinfeld was like one of my favorite shows uh growing up. And he had this joke, um because in the show what it was is like um, like, there would be segments where he'd do stand-up. Because in the show, he was a... He, just like uh, the real Jerry Seinfeld, he was a, a st- uh, stand-up uh, comedian. Uh-huh. And he was explaining that if aliens ever came to Earth, they would probably think that the dogs were the masters and the humans were the pets. <sighs> because... And, like, it was funny the way he was explaining it, too. And when he was mentioned, that really reminded me of this, like, joke he was saying. Because he was saying how, like, how, like, the the humans are the ones who walk, um, who walk the dog. Yes. And, like, so they have to follow where the dog is going. Yes. And also, um, and also when the, when the dogs, like, you know, they need to do their business, it's the humans that have to clean up after that. <laughs> And hold and and hold the bag that their business is home um is in and carry it around with them. <laughs> like it's he was just explaining how much like how much we bend to the will of our pets. <laughs> so that like that that joke from the episode like really reminded me from uh from that gag. Uh, also when uh when alien was like taking picture, um. Uh, I kind of really like that uh, animated effect, the way that they were like... Um, Can't be sucked into the camera? Yes, I thought it was like... I don't know, I, I really liked it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I, no, I, I 100% agree. So, we get to the next scene where uh, we find out, like, basically, uh, Crane uh, finds out that the alien's here on Earth. And Crane's like, oh... We need to get that camera, because it takes everything, and yes. like Crane knows everything about about this this character, <laughs> except for his name. I just want to know this. No one knows what this guy's name is. He probably doesn't have a name. He he's just a tourist. <laughs> he's just a tourist, exactly. I mean, now to be fair, uh, you know, if I flew in to another planet and I st- had a camera that starts taking things. Oh, like, I'm pretty sure people wouldn't be like, oh, there's Jason over there. They would be like, oh, no, there's the Earthling, but he has a camera. In this 
in this episode something that I pay attention. Uh, I'm sure you pay attention because you usually pay attention so much to like sound, the thing, and music. Uh-huh. Did you ever notice whenever they want to show the um, techno drum, they have a special kind of sound effect? Yeah, like uh, I I know what you're talking. About. It's like that that weird music kind of thing. Yes, it's kind of like boiling water, like. Ooh, yeah, like yeah, ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. The show it's underground. Yes. Right. Actually, you know. So speaking of like sound effects, uh, we get into the scene of Channel Six, where Irma is like answering the phones, and we're hearing the phone ringing yes. and everything, and she's like. Oh, what? This is the spirit? Oh, this is the spirit, the spirit? And then, like, Vernon all being all smug. And this is Vernon's only scene, which is a shame, because we need more Vernon in the show. <laughs> uh, but uh, Vernon was like, hold on, let me show you how this works. And so he picks up the phone, and, like, I mean, the gag was that he's talking to the mayor, but Vernon doesn't realize he's talking to the mayor. But, like, while Vernon is talking on the phone... It's still, the ring, there's still the phone ringing. Oh, really? Yeah, it, w- it was like throughout, like throughout his conversation, the phone was still ringing. It, just, it was just like, I, I think they I... played it on a loop. Oh, yes. And, yeah, and it's one of those, like, if, if there was multiple phones. It made sense. It would make sense. But Irma's a secretary in all, and, and the phone system the phone system that she has, it's multiple lines going into one phone that she's getting. So, if someone picks up the phone, it, there shouldn't still be a ring sound. Instead, there should be like a kind of like a beeping kind of sound. Yes. Um, the, the, from the switchboard, just kind of lets you know, oh, someone's on hold, someone's on hold. And like it, it, it's more of a light kind of thing. Because if that was really how those like uh, those lines I have like multiple lines coming in the um like that would drive a per that would drive the secretary insane <laughs> if like because it would be constantly ringing I mean because it, it's it's what because like you know there's just multiple lines going in it's just so like people know that they're in a queue uh-huh. uh and like but but yeah like it, it was just just constantly ringing and I was kind of like you, you don't have to keep doing that. And it was it was just one of those that put the ring sound in part of a loop mm-hmm. and just to put it in the background. Yeah. But it was just like, oh, come on, come on. You, you could have stopped it. But as soon as he picked up the phone, you didn't even have that ring anymore. So speaking of the Irma, uh, when Mr. Thompson was mad at Irma. Right. Um, the way they were showing Miss, Mr. Thompson, it was... The angle was a low angle. Right. They usually, in the cinema, they usually use the low angle when they want to uh, show someone in power or very strong. Hey, hey, that's what the girls are doing. They're doing low <laughs> angles. Show that Mr. Thompson is in power and he's in control. <laughs> but yeah, that this is like what inspires April to go down and start reporting on the news as she's like in... Like some downtown New York area, uh, and she was like, "I don't know where to look." And then there's like people screaming, and then she was like, "That's where I need to go." <laughs> and but also here is where we have Shredder in a hot dog uniform. Oh, I love that! <laughs> oh, that was very cool. <laughs> Uh, and so, all right. So this is like one. So do you remember back in season two 
when like Shredder would be in disguise, like he would actually like be in a disguise. He would have a robe on. Um, he would he would have like this um this like um hologram thing to make him look to to get rid of his like claws and everything. He's now like I don't know what has happened now. I maybe like the Technogram has lost money. Like you know maybe they're like oh we need to do some cutbacks. And obviously your plans aren't aren't working. We gotta like kind of cut on the disguise budget I think, here. I think he's he's more humble now. He's more humble, yeah. Because now he just he just wears a hat and an apron over his <laughs> over his like. Uh, it's, it's funny because that moment I was thinking that oh this is how the chef looks like these days they have to wear like masks uh, yeah yeah they have to wear the face mask <laughs> no that's very true he has to wear the face mask and like he has a he has a hat and everything but he find you know he finds a polarizoid and and uh, you know he reveals that inside his hot dog cart. <laughs> Is Bebop and Rocksteady. I really, I really love one day we, we can have like a park and we can have these funny things. For example, we can take a picture with a uh, Shredder chef with Bebop and Rocksteady inside the hot dog. Oh, that would be hilarious. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that so much. But yeah. So, so is it the season that you said the sky will be red? Because the sky was orange. No, the sky doesn't turn red until like many years later <laughs> many years later but the sky I, was orange yeah, no 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 you will know okay when the sky changes color you will know the sky changes color I promise you because like, every time we don't, I'm changing yeah, every time you, you're just like pay attention to the sky no 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 I promise you when the sky changes color you will notice it, it is, this is not like a, oh oh it just it, it's just shade uh, of color yeah it, it's, it's the shade of color just changed no it's like you see everything changes <laughs> like like so so so, so don't, don't don't worry about it until we get there i promise you i promise you you will like when you know when it happens it. it's you can't unsee it <laughs> So one of the transitions that I saw and I pay attention, uh, uh, it was like a fade and like rolling lift, like from one scene to another scene. Uh-huh. Uh We had like this is like the transition that the pushes uh, right. everything push left. Yeah. It was kind of like one of those transitions. Do you know what part of the episode that was in? I, I don't um. No, I don't remember. I, I, but it wasn't advertising. It was from no, one scene right. to scene. No, 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 no. When, when it's advertising, it fades. Um, but uh, no, because I don't remember that. But all right, so let's get back into it the was af- It was after Krang and uh, before sure there be a chef because that's where... Oh, oh, so it was like shifting... Oh, so it was shifting into the... Uh, probably the... The scene where uh we're going into like downtown New York, mm-hmm. right, right. It yeah. Uh, honestly, I I'd have to look at the transition. I didn't pay, really pay attention to the transition that much, but uh no, like but I believe that they did that because the, you know they they have to have fine creative ways for transitioning and everything. Yeah, I I, I just 
like to mention what I saw? <laughs> no, no, I like that. You, no, I like that you mentioned what, what you saw. I just have nothing to add to it. I know. I, I, I'm just maybe. It's, I mean, it's not important. I, I, no, I it's just... important. One hundred percent is important. <laughs> That's what people are here listening for. They're listening for the transition changes. <laughs> I just, I just found it's cool because. In a in a cartoon like that, that they're animating so much when they show when they use a transition like that, uh, it's interesting for me because yeah. it's like an easy transition. Right, right. No, no, I, d- I definitely agree with you. No, one hundred percent. It is a cool thing. I've always like. I remember as a kid, I always wondered like when they do the transition, like if it's if it's like done in like in editing software or if, like someone actually animates it. Like now. Now I know it's 100% done in editing software because there's no way no one's going to like actually physically animate a transition. <laughs> so going back to Shredder with the hot dog cart, you know, he he brings out Roxanne Bebop. And and then this is where he fools the uh, Polarizoid to he was like, "Hey, let's take your uh let's take your picture." Uh, with these two typical Earthlings. Now, all right, you you would think that at least the Polarizoid has been here for I don't know, maybe I would say twenty minutes. Yes. Um, uh, you would think that like okay, he knows this is not what Earthlings really look like. But all right, kids, you got to remember this. This is nineteen eighty nine here. There is no such thing as selfies in. <laughs> like, you know, obviously the player's always not going to, like, turn that camera around and hold it like that and, like, you know, like, you, you, we, we what did... What is Earthlink? Earthling? Like, people from Earth. Oh. <laughs> so, it's Earth and then Link. Earthling. Okay. <laughs> See? I, mean, I didn't know the word Link. Link? I thought the link is for only for LinkedIn. <laughs> I thought it's original for the LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll get you. We have some English lesson. Right. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. All right. You know what? This is a great time to go into like what uh, Michael Atkins had to say. <laughs> all right. Uh, so this is what, what he says about this part. Why does the Polarizoid fall for having his picture taken? Obviously, there would be no selfies on Polaris, so I'm guessing influencers aren't a thing either. Ha! Uh, and that word had yet to be invented at the time of this episode airing, as uh, Splinter calls that type of fo- photo a self-portrait. Yes, there's no selfies at this point. Uh, you know, our kids, guess what? When this episode came out... Selfies weren't a thing. I remember... I I remember before, like, uh, we had a different phrase for, like... And I already forgot what that phrase was for, like, taking a picture of, like... Of yourself? Of yourself. Oh, uh, it wasn't selfie. I think selfies, like, came in, like, the 2010s. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, we just didn't have it. At that time, we just didn't have it then. Uh, but... We had mirrors. We had mirrors, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we had mirrors, but yeah, uh, Shredder fools the Playerzoid, and not only he fools the Playerzoid, he also traps, he willingly traps Rocksteady and Bebop. And like, I was kind of like, that's kind of mean, Shredder. 
You know when he does. I like, think he. I think he wasn't sure that this gonna happen. I you, think he, he was he was trying to test it because after he tested and he saw that it um, like suck all those um, people inside the camera, then he said, "Oh, okay, I can use it for get the turtles." Right. Exactly. No, you, you're 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 definitely right about that. At this point. But oh. wasn't it so cute when Alien and Bebop and Rocksteady were yes. posing for a picture? Yes, yes. It, 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 that, that was actually cute. Actually, um, Old Man Winters actually took a screenshot of that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you no. so much, Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took okay. a screenshot of that. Um, like, yeah, yeah. It, 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 that's actually that was that was a cute moment. Um, you know, because uh, Bebop even does like the little bunny ears. If you guys remember that, <laughs> if you guys ever did that, like while people were taking pictures. Um, the no, it, it was a, it was a cute scene. Uh, you know, but trying to ruins it by taking the people away. <laughs> After this happens, the turtles come in through the turtle van uh and i just thought it's funny that all the turtles leave like like come from the back door and uh, it's just like like no one came from the front door like you know like like you know we're they're driving <laughs> but you know that's just the scene and uh uh so uh during that fight scene, this is actually what Michael had to re- say about that. He said... The water fight? Yeah, the water fight, the fountain fight. She, he said, April, a regular human, kicks a barrel hard enough to send send it flying into Shredder uh, hard enough to send him flying back. <laughs> His own ninja reflexes are hard enough to artfully dodge it. <laughs> it's, really, it's very rarely a threat to anyone except maybe Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> But yes, April totally takes Shredder down into the fountain. And then, after that, after he falls into the fountain, that's like when the turtles jump into the fountain. Yes. And like, I just had to write, like, how deep is this fountain? (laughs) Because, alright, a fountain should like really be like, you you know, like it should be like where your foot is. like, And it barely reaches your like ankle or even leg. Like calf, like, <laughs> like it, it's like you put your foot in and then that's it. <laughs> and like the turtles are like diving in, like they're swimming. It was fancy. Yes, 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 yes. It definitely was. And like, <laughs> but yeah, here, here that we have the turtles and they have a water fight with. I I loved it. You loved it. Yes. Uh, did you notice between in the middle of the water fight there was a. There was a part that Shredder had the Donnie's weapon. Yes, because he took it from Donnie. Yes, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. What? Okay, so, uh, so this is like the end of the fight. But so that that's like that's the end of the fight where he takes the bow staff and he does Donatello's like leaping kick with the bow staff. <laughs> like, if you notice, like you know, he like he pole vaults himself. With the bow staff, and we see like Donatello, like yes. like do that a lot. So it it, it was just cool. It was, it was just cool, like seeing Shredder do that. Yes. And like I mean, I don't know if we ever see him do it because uh, Shredder normally doesn't have a bow staff. Like you know, um, most of the time, most of the weapon time, uh, the weapon Shredder has is either a blaster or a sword. Uh, and I want to say more is blaster than sword. Uh, but so it was just cool seeing him do something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, 
even though he totally failed at dodging a barrel, but <laughs> he to- but he totally made up for it by like doing like a Donatello signature move, like with the pole vault. <laughs> signature move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and there was there was also one part that Shredder like um um get the water from the hose uh, yeah. towards April and April like um. Uh, like fall with the pressure of the water right 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 because all right so when april hits shredder that's when shredder drops the aliens camera when shredder hits april that's when april drops her camera this is, this is important for this next scene where after shredder pole vaults because we see two cameras on the ground and oh no look two cameras they look so much alike mm-hmm. like each other the artists knew what they were doing <laughs> And so what happens? <gasps> Shredder picks up the wrong camera. <laughs> As Shredder tries, Shredder tries to uh, capture the turtles uh, with the camera he picked up. And he saw nothing happened. He had just assumed, oh, the camera's out of videotape. And, and so... He goes and runs back to the Technodrome, and we don't really see the transport module. Somehow he gets to the Technodrome. I mean, you know, we just... So the, this was, a, there was, like, suddenly the turtles go into the van, uh, and we hear some, like, an ambulance kind of, like... Oh, uh, uh, police sirens. Oh, it was a... Police sirens, yeah. Because, like, April's like, hey, let, let's do an interview uh, with you guys. And, like, um, and, like, it's weird because April really doesn't... Interview. If April ever wanted to interview the turtle, she knows when to do it. Yes. And like, but all of a sudden, like, because she normally doesn't try to film the turtles, and all of a sudden, like, she's like, "Oh, you did all this. Let me show the world who you guys are <laughs> at this very moment." And like, all right, April. I think they just wanted to, like, in this part, they just wanted to give that. Tension. Yes, to the kids yeah, yeah. that oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it was because all right. So even though, even though it's not like spelled out to the kids, but like the savvy kids know at this point, April has the alien camera. Yes. I mean, and they just they, yeah, you're right. They just did it for like that tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, because no, like that's what I was getting into. Because normally April wouldn't be doing this. Oh. And the turtles, they said that. Uh, sorry, April. Uh, they're playing our songs. Right, and that yeah, and they're talking about the the police sirens because you know the turtles don't want to be they don't want to be discovered. Uh-huh. Right, exa- that that that's what they're saying. That that's why they're saying that. And so we get into the we get into the second drill. And my friend, your friend, your friend, who's very smart. He was like. You know, he was like, where's Bebop Rocksteady? And Shredder's like, oh, they're inside this camera. And your friend takes the camera. And he sees the back of the camera. And he's like, you idiot! (laughs) This is made in Taiwan! (laughs) Sorry, Pat Fraley. If you never want to come back because of my awful impression... Oh my god, he he does the best job he, ever. He does. Especially he does. in this episode, uh, I think he, um, he like you see when you work on character, you yeah. come up with some. Uh, in this episode, I saw that he came up with some uh, new kind of 
uh, voice kind of thing. Right. That it was so cool. Like suddenly he changed his the tone of his uh, voice and he would say like, "What?" Or yeah. Uh, do you yeah, know no. what I'm saying? Like I have to find it. I don't know how to explain. No, it. no, no, no. I, I know. I know exactly. What you're doing. He, uh, no, no, no. He, he at this point, like he definitely knows who the character is. Yeah. No, because I mean, this episode he does different right features right. add to the crank. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. I agree. And even though Crank isn't really in this episode much, but it's just like. When he is in there, like you, his 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 taking over the scene that he's in. Yes. And, uh, like you know, it it's like one of those like, like you know, th- that's how you know when you have a good actor. To be honest, like, because when someone can take like a small part and then be like, okay, I'm going to make it. Like the focus, extraordinary, yeah, extraordinary, and like that's basically what Pat Fraley did, yes, uh, for his, his scenes. Like, because, um, like to be honest, like they could have just thrown in these lines to like Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, and like just cut out Crane completely, mm-hmm. but they had Crane in it, and even though he's just giving just the story part of the lines, he does make his part memorable. Yes, exactly. No, I definitely agree with you. But yeah, uh, we find out that the camera that uh, that Shredder has is made in Taiwan. <laughs> and then later we find out that April's camera is made from Alpha Centauri. Which, uh, I know my I know uh, Michael, uh, Michael Atkins already revealed to us that that is the closest star system uh, from the Earth. <laughs> but that's what Alpha Centauri is, is the... Closest star system uh, that that's uh, that's from the Earth, and it's like uh, he he wrote it down like so many light years away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it, 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 I I just thought it was funny that like when uh, I know April reveals where her camera's from like later on um, in the episode, but I just thought it was funny that like <laughs> that that her camera also like has a like made from Alpha's yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like like really like you gotta like the aliens gotta aliens also have like uh made in something made in something like you know they have to make sure like hold on wait we gotta we gotta report where this where this was made <laughs> like you know we got we have Alpha Centauri Prime like I'm just wondering if like the people other people in the solar system is like what. This is made from Alpha Centauri. No, solar system only. Solar system only. You know, like, just, I'm just worried that uh, if we go to space and we still get some stuff made in China. <laughs> that maybe we'll find out. One hundred percent on the original. Yes, exactly. So yeah. Um. So if the audience you didn't know that April had the alien camera. camera now, this is pretty obvious now, she has the alien camera. And April's like, alright, I'm gonna, um, alright, here's the video cassette of my, of my news story. And, alright, I just gotta say this. April gives the video cassette that is from a different planet. I can't, if I try to go... <laughs> And buy a video cassette from another country. It's not playing. It does not play. It does not fit. 
<laughs> like, because they they put the way that they shape the thing is that like, oh no, it doesn't fit into your VCR. And like, therefore, like, you know, and they do that because they mainly do that, like, not for the U.S., it's for the countries outside the U.S., mainly so that, like, because uh, you know, U.S. would make a movie. Yeah. And because the, the United States movies are super popular. Uh-huh. And, They're and like it, PAL. What? The, the system is like PAL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Europe is like PAL. Um, but yeah, since the, since the movies are super popular in the United States, and then, like, but they don't get released in Europe until, like, a few months. Maybe at that, this, this time was probably years uh, later. Oh, even though there's parts of the country where people speak English, like, they don't want people to go and buy the United States video cassette <laughs> and play it in that country because they'll be losing money while the U.S. will be getting, will be getting money. Yes. And so that's why this whole, like, region lock thing happens. <laughs> like, so, but apparently... Apparently, this video cassette does work in the United. Like, you know, thank, thank goodness, the Polarizoid did not go to Japan, or else, like, you know, they had problems. They would have problems. And again, I know this is not the first time this happens with Channel Six. And it's probably not the last time. But how come no one is checking the video cassettes before they play it? <laughs> like, you know, they're like, oh, I have something to show you. Okay. Let's put it in. I'm like, wait, wait, no, no, no. Someone will be viewing this. Hold on, let me make sure it's good. Oh, you mean for the live? Yeah, for the live, yeah. Because no one just, like, puts in a video cassette. Oh, let's just go ahead and play it live. Yes. Like, you know, you have people who review it. Like, you know, this breaking news kind of thing. It doesn't, like, they don't just, like, they don't break news by showing you a video cassette. <laughs> they break news by showing you, like, live footage. Uh, but like you know, they play in the video set, and then we see we see people on Rocksteady banging on the TV. There was also a girl. Yeah, there's a girl. There was a girl running. We see uh, Don Knotts again. I feel like I'm I'm kind of liking people on Rocksteady so much too. Oh, because you know Rocksteady are awesome. Uh, there's something wrong with me. I love bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have you paid attention to this? Yeah, one hundred percent. Whatever said I do pay attention. Do you remember the only uh, Power Ranger action figure that you liked? I said that I, I, out of all of them, I like this one, and he said those are bad guys. Yeah, it was the Psycho Rangers. <laughs> You're like, oh, I really like these Power Rangers. I'm like, these are the these are the bad guys. It's like these are the coolest Power Rangers. <laughs> you guys don't know the Psycho Rangers were the evil Power Rangers in the in Space series, <laughs> and they just had a different type of outfit. That totally didn't look like a Power Ranger outfit. And that's why my wife likes that one the best. So when they were showing that on the screen, uh, like like the turtles and the splinter when they were seeing that on the TV. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. The, this, uh, this part, I liked it because uh, Donatello was sitting on the floor <laughs> and a splinter with the other three turtles were sitting on the couch you know i didn't pay attention to that. i should have paid attention to that because you made such a big deal about it last time but good job good job turtles for respecting your elders yes it's especially your asian elder yes exactly <laughs> oh 
Um, so something I note, something I wrote in this in this thing, and I'm going to keep a track of this every in each episode now. Their TV was a color TV. Oh. We had a color TV because uh, I, I think last time was a color TV too. Is a, one thing I've just noticed: whenever they're watching the news, it's in color. When they're watching movies, it's in black and white. <laughs> but this week they have a color TV. <laughs> they they sprung for the extra. Still has books holding on to the uh, as the as the fourth leg of the uh, TV, but it has color. It has color. And. This all this happens in like you know, like splinter senses that like, oh, uh, this is probably like the aliens camera or something like uh, I don't know how Splinter even knew that the alien had a camera like this. He's just trying to make Splinter smart while he's not smart. <laughs> exactly, uh, but so the turtles like rush out of the sewer. And Splinter says this, and it did not make sense to me, because Splinter was saying, like, okay, these guys are excellent ninjas, but they have no table manners when they're running out. And what did the turtles do to, like, prompt Splinter to say that they have bad table manners? Table manners? Yeah, table manners, yeah. Like, usually something like, you know, it usually comes up, like, when you're eating. Uh, maybe maybe because they suddenly left? Uh, maybe. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know. It was just it, it was just weird. It, it was weird. There could have been other... 100%. I believe this is probably a line that the writers had. And they're like just holding on to something. And then they just... Maybe they, they put it in here. Which, like, I don't know. I felt like they could have held it and like held it off and put it into another episode. So many other episodes. Especially episode, like, when they're eating pizza. They could have, like, you know, put down the pizza and, like, ran. Yes, yes. And this one, they just kind of just ran. <laughs> uh, so, um, and uh, uh, something uh, Michael wrote over here. Um, he wrote he wrote about the, the camera. He said that the, the camera still uses a 3mm tape. Uh, we kind of talked about that with the video cassette. Um, I don't think it was really, uh, the tape didn't really look three millimeter, it looked more like a video cassette tape, um, but, or, you know, actually now I think about it, I think the video cassette tapes do use three millimeter tapes now, now I think about it, I'm thinking eight millimeter for the movie cameras, and then we get to the, over here we get to the part where we're at the channel six, and suddenly April gets, like, surprised by Shredder's like, <laughs> shadow. And she, he wrote, he wrote here, because she immediately, once like she saw the shadow on the wall, she knew it was Shredder. And he wrote, Shredder's shadow is not, not nearly pointy enough to be silhouetted by a spotlight, but a- April identifies it immediately. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, that's the first thing I said, too. Because I was kind of like, it could be anybody. Yes. So, I mean, the she only one it can't be is Batman. <laughs> I mean, you know, because there, there's no pointy ears. <laughs> I didn't see that shadow and be like, oh, my God, that's a shredder. <laughs> like, if there's a claw there or something, like, I mean, I, obviously, the... The people saying the lines are saying, like, oh, I can recognize immediately. Artists, however, 
that, 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 that didn't really do a great job. Um, like, you could have done something... A special. Mo- yeah, special. Like, you know, because it could have just been a light of his claw. And they'd be like, oh, that's Shredder. Instead, they did, like, the silhouette. What is that superhero that has something? Wolverine? Wolverine. He, she could have mistaken him for Wolverine with that. You're, you're true. Uh, and so, uh, Shredder's like trying to get the camera back, camera from April, and Michelangelo. Michelangelo, exactly. You're going exactly where I'm going. Michelangelo starts doing shadow puppets. Does a dog, then he does a bird. I, I think somehow they they joke to themselves that. If you recognize uh, the shadow of uh, <laughs> Shredder, uh-huh. then they start playing with the shadows. Maybe they were like uh, also laughing to this. Probably, maybe. You're probably right about that, but <laughs> but yeah. So we're, over here we have the turtles <laughs> fighting with Shredder, and April like you know, cause April's immediate reaction is, I gotta film this. I mean. That's what April does. But talking about talking about the sh- uh, the the shadow kid. puppets. Yes, that was cute. Uh, I, I I mean I talked about it. We, he made a shadow puppet dog, then he did a bird. Yes. What else was? <laughs> what else? Was... You talk so short about it. It was it was the best part of this episode. It was the best part. Of this, uh, you know what? You, you elaborate on the shadow puppets because I that's all I wrote. I just wrote he he did shadow puppets. I mean I thought it was very funny because <clears throat> the first it was. The dog, right? And then we were like, okay, what is this dog? Then, then uh, zoom out. We saw that and the hands of the turtles, and it was perfect. Then, then change it to a bird. bird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, when you were like, when you were a kid, did you ever do those like shadow puppets? Did you ever have? I I saw. I mean, I tried, but I I wasn't like successful with it. I I, I remember when I was a kid, like you know, we had like the flashlight, we'd stand trying to through a wall, and then like we try to. The only one I could really do was the bird. Um, <laughs> like you know, I, I I knew like friends could do like the the um, the dog and everything. I just remember the only thing, the only cool thing we did was um, I had like you know one of those bat planes, like kind of like the one that um that our son has. Uh huh. And I'd put that on like the flashlight, and it'd be like, "It's the bat symbol. Let's call Batman." You are professional. <laughs> that wasn't professional. That was just taking something. I couldn't do that with my hand. <laughs> oh, you know, there's the bunny. You know, have you ever done the bunny before? You know, all you had to do was like this with the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Two years. Yeah, yeah. All right. So. So after the after the shadow puppetry, um, April's like, "All right, I gotta film this because she still doesn't realize that she has like the camera." And she and she unwittingly not uh does she unwittingly captures April and all the turtles. Now, the funny thing was. During the fight, because, like, the turtles, like, come in and Shredder, like, knocks out, like, you know, he takes out Raphael, Donatello, and Ra- and, Ra- and Michelangelo. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, like, and that, and, the, and it's, like, Leonardo about to face off, like, Shredder and, and everything. And 
when April has a camera, it looks like she just looks at Leonardo and Shredder. But then, like, when we cut, because, like, it was also a commercial break, if I, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we cut to the next scene, like, it looks like she's in a void. Because it looks like the entire Channel 6 is gone, like, when, when we see April. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, oh. she had that purple background, remember? Yes, and I had a problem because, as you said, the camera was only facing, like, the... Uh, Leo and Shredder? Yes, Leo and Shredder, but he he grabbed, like, every... everybody. Yeah, he grabbed everything. and Because even the cha- set of Channel 6 is gone. Yeah, that was and weird. Yeah, yeah it, yeah, it was weird. And so we get into... And here we get into the part where uh, the turtles and... Um, Shredder are, are now inside the camera, and they're in this kind of, like, weird inception kind of area where, like, they're fighting, and then, like, they can just kind of, like, rip through, like, the background, like it's, like, uh, like a picture, and go into another... This part kind of, like, was satisfying and weird at the same time for me. Because you see, like, here I wrote, look at my note, I wrote, like, Miyazaki and yeah. smiley face. <laughs> I feel it's, like, one of those um, Miyazaki philosophy kind of right, thing. That... Right, right, right. So, the, and, like, basically everything here is New York for one of two reasons. One, story-wise, uh, the Polarizoid, you know, only visited New York while he was on vacation. So, obviously, he's not going to... Uh, th- no other places are going to be on here, and he probably emptied his camera. This is probably a new video cassette, um, w- when he went on vacation. Um, uh, two, the, the artist had these backgrounds ready. And, like, you know, they obviously didn't want to, uh, go and, like, make new backgrounds of, like, new layouts. Hawaii or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh, here, here's Hawaii, here's, um, Paris, like, you know... <laughs> Obviously, they're just going to keep it at uh, New York. Uh, one thing I wrote is, I don't know if you noticed this, uh, at one point, like, the turtles, they, they go into the big yacht. Uh-huh. The yacht, that's the yacht from from season two. If you remember, uh, when we saw that yacht, that was the one that, like, Shredder and Baxter were in uh, for one episode for the Aya Sarnoff. Oh, and that, really? that, that yacht was for sale. This this time, the, the for sale sign was not there anymore. You mean the ship kind of thing? Yeah, the ship. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's the same background. It was the same background from that. They just, like, they reused it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, so cool that you recognize. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's the yacht from season two. Uh, I cannot tell you what episode that is right off my head. I just, I, I it was during the I have Sarnoff uh, quadrilogy. Uh, but... Uh, the, the yacht is there. Oh, and they're like they're just tearing through. Like uh, Shredder uh, teams up with Roxanne Bebop again. Something that I was confused here because uh, when the turtles wanted to go from like one world or one place to another one yeah. in, in the ca- inside the camera, they should like uh, drop off or like tear up. Right, 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 right. They just need to kind of, like, tear, like... They, they need to... Because you have to, like, look at it as, like... Whatever he videotaped was, like, kind of, like, a background kind of thing. Like, you know, like... The way I looked at it was... 
is like he he took an image of something with the camera, and then like so the image is like there. So the, if they wanted to go into the next image, which was like behind here, they would have to like just kind of like tear through this to get to there. Yes, but I'm saying like because this rule was uh, uh, we had this rule for the terrace. You're right. But it wasn't applying to Shredder. Uh, uh the Shredder also did this because Shredder also teared through the. Sorry, but I mean there was some parts that like uh, turtles like drop off. Then suddenly we saw that Shredder was over there. Right. Uh, I I just think some parts like Shredder was just already there waiting for them. Um, there was a weird part with like it. It still didn't make sense to me when the turtles were in the roller coaster and Shredder was in like the train and they're about to hit each other and then all of a sudden there's a door that comes in in between them and and the turtles go through the door to go to somewhere else. I just don't know where that door came from. Like that was like oh that was very cool. Yeah it, it, no no it, it, it was, visually it's very cool. It was like. You see, sometimes you have, like, a very, like, excitement, weird dream. Right. It sounded like one of those. Right, exactly. Oh. And, like, there is that one point where... And the police guy was also in... Yes, yes, Don Otto's still here. (laughs) He's over there, like... (laughs) It's funny, too, because he was like, Oh, I need you to drop me off at the 39th Precinct. And they actually drop him off at, like, uh, the police station. He's like, thank you. <laughs> to be honest, the the, the metro and the, all these uh, weird parts was one of my favorite things yeah. that they were playing with it. Yeah, no, no. It, it was really, visually, this is actually really cool. And, then, and like, you could tell, like, uh, like tears, like, where, like, artists, like, just had fun. Yeah. artists and animators just had fun. And, like, sometimes you just need to, get, like, give them that sandbox. Mm-hmm. Just to have that creativity, like, hey, let's do this, let's do this. You know, Lodges throw out the window, but we have a reason why Lodges throw out the window because you know they're in this world now. Yes. And like, and like the people can't accept this. Um. So at one point they're at the park, uh, and and then all of a sudden, like Shredder has a tank. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> like, I, I really was like, okay, where did like. Where the heck did this alien go? Where the tank... And then Donatello, thankfully, does explain. It's like, you went to the war museum, didn't you? I was like, okay, okay. I was like, good for you, Ninja Turtles. You actually went and, like, explained this. All right? Because I really was like... It's like, th- like, like, where did he go to be like, oh, here's a, here's a functioning tank. <laughs> like, so... Good on you for... That explanation, Ninja Turtles, you 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 did it. Like you know, I was about to be like, oh, that can't happen. And you're like, no, it can't happen, Jason. And it did happen. <laughs> Accept it, and I will. Uh, this is all while all of this is going on. Uh, you know, Splinter. Uh, like you know, because it like like April explained the whole thing of Splinter. Like I said, Splinter knew what. The player knew what this thing is. How? I don't know. But, um, and, like, so they go back into Channel 6, and we see them in the editing room, and as, like, they put, like, the video cassette in, and when they put the video cassette in the editing room, suddenly there's a sailboat on TV. 
Like... And they broke the TV? Yeah, yeah. Before they break the TV, like, we see, like, the three TVs, like, have a sailboat. And I'm just like, wait... So did the Polarizoid take video of a sailboat? Of, like, this... This, like, this obviously drawn, like, a sailboat? <laughs> like, because this is, like, a low animation sailboat. I like, think this was the part that, the after animators had so much fun drawing their imagination, the director was, came and was like, okay, stop it. <laughs> yeah, so, to be honest, yeah, you're right. Um, Let's break the TV. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> something uh, Michael actually wrote about this is, uh, Splinter cracks the screen, and the cracks form in the sky where the turtles are, and then water somehow washes them out through the cracked screen. Water flows up, I guess? And yeah, like, it really is, like, because Splinter broke the screen? I love how Mike is explaining exactly the questions that we have. Right, exactly, yeah. It's just like, yeah, because he breaks the screen, when there's a sailboat on the screen... That somehow like floods the that somehow like floods the actual uh, world and this is actually what gets everyone out of like the video cam- camera because like apparently breaking the TV is how you get them out of the like you would think you would think like to get them out of the 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 cassette tape is like to tear the uh. The, to tear like the, the 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 tape that's in the video cassette, but instead it's breaking the TV. That's that, that's like all right. I I need I need to I need to lower the volume of my computer. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get my TV remote and aim it on the actual computer and not at the speakers. <laughs> like like it's. Just, like yeah yeah it just doesn't it does it doesn't really make sense but as you said probably the director was kind of like okay we need to get we need to just get them out I don't care how just get that, them out that was a bad end yeah exactly yeah 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 and exactly like I don't know and like it didn't make sense like Sprinter suddenly came and worked on the computer and like in as you said editor rooms like and. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so, oh, you know, it's 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 one of those like I felt like, you know, they're like, oh, how do we end this? Ah, let's just do it like this, and you know, logic can just go away. Um, but everyone gets washed out. Everyone, everyone who got uh taken in all, and the buildings also get washed. Oh, back, like, where they belong. And the water just happens to put everything back to where it should be. <laughs> and and at the end, we have Mikey. He he gets his mouth vacation because he, he's on a surfboard shouting cowabunga. And I really want to know, where did the Polarizor go? In New York City that has a surfboard. <laughs> because I don't think... New York's not known for surfing. Probably that the same... River that recently they saw a whale on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they went surfing out on the Hudson River. <laughs> they saw it. They saw it recently. They saw a whale. Yeah, yeah, they saw a whale at the Hudson River. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. No, I don't think anyone's uh, uh, sur- uh, 
the, no one's like really using a surfboard at that river. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, now, the funny thing is like, like after everything kind of washes away, like. Shredder Rocks and BF just kind of disappeared. Like, they don't... Like, the turtles... Yes, they don't explain what happened to them. Yeah, exactly. They don't explain to what happened to them. Like, they just kind of... Like, they just... Like, you know, usually at the end of the episode, like, the turtles try to chase Shredder, and, like, he escapes, and they're like, Oh, man, we'll get him next time! Yeah! And this time, they just kind of like, Hey, we're, we're out of the camera. Okay. And... And then they just kind of, like... They, they go to the like, the Polarizoids like uh, uh, spaceship tent thing pod, and just totally ignore Roxanne Bebop and Shredder, and so I mean uh, obviously their plans failed, but uh, they didn't try to stop them. It's kind of weird, uh, but but yeah. So uh, and then the uh, the Polarizoid has a has a funny line at the end. He says. Um, Earth is a great place to live, but I don't want to. Vi- I wouldn't want to visit here. And I'm like, wait, no, you, you, because he said the opposite of what you should say. Uh huh. Because it's like, oh, this is a great place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live here. Instead, like he says, like I would like to live here. I just don't want to visit. And I'm like, wait, no, no, you, you. Then why are you leaving? <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he. But yeah, the the Polarizoid goes and takes his camera and, you know, we're never going to see him again. <laughs> and and uh, did you say did you see the way that this this episode ends? Yes, it was different. They uh, it was a take a picture of the turtles and the two pictures was like, "Ooh, it's like it's going like Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the alien took a picture, isn't it? Right, right, exactly. It, it was supposed to like represent that. It was like, "Oh, look." One final picture, and like, you know, like, I don't know. The, and the aliens somehow looked like a uh, box, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think it was a kind of like a play on the camera bug title. They probably like thought of this nickname hey, we're gonna call this Camera Bugged. And you know what? Let's make the alien look like a bug. <laughs> oh, but I love that picture of. Uh... The alien and the people. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There, there's some. There, there are some really cute parts in this episode. I'll say. Um, again, this is like just one of those like when people think of Ninja Turtles, they don't really bring up this episode. Like. That's wrong because it was a cute episode. It, it, it is a cute episode. It's just that like you know, but there's so many stronger episodes out there. Yes, I agree. Yeah. All right. So, uh, something I totally want to bring up, and I completely. I completely passed this by when we talked about Cowabunga Shredded. Uh-huh. Because um, we were talking about the... When I was introducing the writers, one of them I recognized, and that was uh, Duane Capizzi. Uh-huh. And, oh, and I, I totally passed it, because I was like, that name sounds familiar. That name sounds familiar. But I totally passed it at the time. And then uh, last week, I, I, I discovered... I was like, oh, I know what that name belongs to. And I was like, okay, next time he comes up in an episode, I'll, I'll mention about him. Well, uh, unfortunately, that's the only episode he did was Cowabunga Shredded. Oh, really? Yeah. But, so, Dwayne Capizzi is the current head writer for the Netflix Carmen Sandiego series. 
Oh wow! Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I heard that name before. I heard that name before, and that's why he's also done a few other things. And the only reason, because like, there's no way other chance we'll bring him up. I really want to bring this up. Really wish I brought, brought this up with Cowboy and Shredhead, to be honest. Uh, but uh, he's also done like other uh, shows like Darkwing Duck and uh, oh gosh, what, what was some of the other ones? I, I already already forgot. Uh, but he also he also did some of those. Um, uh, DC animated movies, uh, like he did, like the he he did the writing for uh, Superman Doomsday, which was the first like the DC uh, direct to home video uh, movie. Uh, he's also done like some uh, like some DC animated series, like Batman and Justice League. That's so cool. Yeah, he's like, he's done some really cool stuff. It's really cool that, like, he did, like, one of the most fan-favorite, one of the most fan-favorite episodes of Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, uh, like I said, like, I was like, I was like, this name looks so familiar. And when, once I, once we watched, because uh, we're currently watching uh, Carmen San Diego, because if you guys have not seen the Carmen San Diego show on Netflix, you guys definitely watch watch it it's really good yes it is yeah oh uh, but i saw it there i was like oh that's where i saw that name from that's amazing yeah yeah that yeah it's, it's really cool uh but uh this is really all we have uh for camera bugged um uh, you know a uh, fun episode uh, i think i really like what i really like about this episode i really like the way that they did the ending part with like the whole like them going through all of the picture all the all the photos and everything i thought that was a really cool creative thing to do um again we just get another forgettable alien i don't know what's i i don't know what happened in season three where like the writers were like hey let's just bring in random aliens in this show and then like never bring them up ever again like (laughs) I thought it was also cute that the last thing uh, they asked where they want to go vacation, and they said that nowhere would be like home. Yeah, exactly. You know, no, I, actually, that that was cute. Like, and like, there's even a part where uh, Dante falls into the sewer in the uh, in the camera, and he was like, "Hey, this really makes me homesick." <laughs> yeah, because like you know, at the beginning of the episode, they they wanted to leave the sewer, and then like they're like, "No, we want to stay in the sewer." Yeah. No, that, that was actually really cute, really, really fun, really enjoyable. Join us next time. We will be talking about the episode Green with Jealousy. <laughs> so, guess what? We, we have an Irma for focus episode next time. Oh, really? Yeah. What? As I said before, next time's going to be a while from now. Uh, we will, we're going to take the next few weeks off and then uh, we will return in January. So you guys have a wonderful 2020. Uh, I really want to say uh, some really good things about this year. Um, you know, obviously this year has been a roller coaster. Yes. Of a year. I mean, so many different things that, that happened to us, like personally and a lot of people also uh personally and everything uh, everything there's been so many ups and downs but i will say the ups have really outweighed the downs for us yes and you know 2020 is when we started our podcast uh can, can i say something yeah <laughs> i just want i just want to ask everyone to go and watch the 
advertising commercial for the match. for the match.com yes everyone, yeah everyone go watch the adver- the latest advertisement for match.com Anna has been like totally in love with it and it deals with 2020 because it says two zero two zero yeah you can call me 2020 <laughs> everyone should definitely watch that uh but yeah uh 2020 is when we started this podcast um it's been really fun uh, doing it. I can't wait to come back in 2021 to do this more. Uh, you know, soon we'll be doing at a year. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, this was one of the our best decision in 2020. 2020. Yes, yes. No, I, I definitely agree. 100% I agree. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you for listening. And, you know, to be honest, thanks for... If it wasn't for you guys, we probably wouldn't be still be doing this. And, like, yeah, you know, and... Uh, just because these weeks we are off doesn't mean that we don't want to be in contact with you guys. Please send us emails, send us your opinion, your memories, yeah, yeah, everything. I, if you get cool Ninja Turtle gifts, send us those pictures. We want to oh, see. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but have a great rest of you guys here. Have a great holiday. If you guys are have, have, celebrating holidays, we will be back in 2021 and we cannot wait for that. Uh, so, we'll be back with Green with Chelsea, but till next time, guys. See ya. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle for the best. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.